What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Thursday, September 7th. And happy NFL Day to all of you. I would say every single one of you in this audience celebrates happy NFL Day. I completely made that up. I mean, there's no such thing as happy NFL Day. It's not one of those holidays that shows up on your iPhone calendar. I see some holidays or some days, not necessarily holidays, but days on my iPhone calendar, and I have no idea where they came from. I know there's a setting on there to shut it off, but I've never heard of a lot of these things. But happy NFL day. That's something that should be there, and it's not. So are you ready for some football? Am I allowed to say that, or is that like illegal now? Wasn't that banned, at least the song? Do people get mad if I say, are you ready for some football? Was that against the rules? I know we got a lot of NFL rules and maybe some new ones like the kickoff fair catch and the biggest new thing that we're going to have, and it'll probably be chaotic, and I've mentioned it many times. That won't be tonight. It'll be Sunday with the NFL ticket. People aren't going to know what to do. Some people may not even know. Not you guys in this audience, but others may not even know that it's not even on DirecTV anymore. Oh my gosh, where's my NFL games? I'm ready. I am so ready. I can't wait to watch that game tonight. It's not like I'm a Lions fan or a Chiefs fan. I'm just a fan of the NFL. And the Lions are better. The Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes. What else needs to be said? It should be a great game tonight. It should be back and forth. And if you want to wager on it in Florida, legally, you can't. At least not yet. But very soon. Very, 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 very soon. So in just a few hours from now, a little bit more than a few hours, because, you know, few is supposed to be three, even though... Somebody told me if you go to McDonald's and say, hey, I want a few cheeseburgers, they give you two. I don't know. One of my friends in West Palm Beach told me that one time. Made no sense to me. I've never tried it. I don't even go to McDonald's. Not that I don't like McDonald's. Just once you bite into one of those double quarter pounders with cheese plain, you want to get it every single day. And I don't want to have a double quarter pounder with cheese plain every single day. They taste great, but... It's probably not good for you. Watching the NFL, that's good for you. That's good for your health. But when you start wagering on the games, which you'll soon be able to do in the state of Florida, I don't know how healthy that is. It's fun. I bring up a story. It's a quick story. I bring it up once every couple of years, and that means I'm going to bring it up right now again. When I was doing a show years ago with the late Hank Goldberg, Hank would sit beside me at Gulfstream Park. Sometimes we'd be in the studio. Other times we would be at Gulfstream Park. And I was talking to Hank about wagering because, of course, Hank would be calling in his wagers and doing all these things right next to me. And I'll never forget how I mentioned on the air, this was live on the air, I said to Hank, I said, I don't know if there's something wrong with me, 
but I don't think I'm the only one that feels this way. If you wager on a game, and I'm going to use baseball as an example because I think this is what we were talking about back then. So let's say you take uh, the Marlins to win the game. And in the first inning, the Marlins scored 12 runs. I said to Hank, I I don't know if I really want that. And he's like, what are you talking about? What's wrong with you? I said, because it takes... It takes, like, the action out of the game. I feel like people wager for the action. If you know you've won a baseball game because you're up 12-0 in the first inning, if you know you've won, let's say, 20 minutes into the game, what do you do the rest of the game? You can't collect yet, so, like, what do you do the rest of the game? I know it sounds really weird. Some of you are like, what the heck is wrong with you? But that is something that I brought up on the air with the late Hank Goldberg many years ago. And I know a lot of people are in into sports wagering for the action. And if you win a wager immediately, it's like you want you want it you want to be stressed out or something when watching a football game. Who sits on the couch and just sits back like lays back on a recliner, let's say? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's watch the game. Yeah. Football, specifically the NFL, is the edge of your seat. If you're sitting on your couch, you're up. Like, I'm, I'm moving up on this chair right now. You're up to, to the front. I mean, you're on the edge of that couch. You're on the edge of that chair. Nobody's chilling. It's not like you're on an airplane reclined or something. And then the person behind you, hey, come on now, you know, let's argue about that. It's all about action. It's all about being stressed out and watching an NFL game. The anxiety. What's going to happen with Tua? You know, these are, the, these are the things that we just wait to see. And tonight it finally all begins. Hopefully there's a lot of you that can relate to what I was just saying and and how I was describing it. But I know all of you can definitely relate to me when it comes to being excited about the NFL starting up tonight. And if you can't, then what are you doing? Did you tune into the wrong station? Are you looking for some political chatter or weather talk or something? You want to know about Hurricane Lee or the next tropical depression? I'm just glad Hurricane Lee doesn't look like it's going to affect many people at all. Just stay out to sea. Maybe get some big waves along the East Coast later on, like in the New England area. But right now, things are looking good as far as people are concerned with Hurricane Lee. So if you did make a mistake and you were looking to to go somewhere to hear about the hurricanes and not the Miami hurricanes, but like the real hurricanes out there, there's your update. And now you can, you can stay here if you want, I guess. Maybe you'll turn into a football fan. So I'm ready for tonight. I'm ready for more college football on Saturday. Sunday, I am so ready for the full slate of games, seeing how everything's going to work out, multiple screens, maybe four boxes on One screen, the NFL red zone, will it be new and improved? 
Sunday night football, and then it's still not over, and we don't want it to be over. We get Monday night football. Football from tonight all the way until February. How great is that? The biggest game that we care about in this audience, it's the Dolphins. And the Dolphins head to Los Angeles. They're going to take on those L.A. Chargers. Tua spoke yesterday, as he always does on Wednesdays. Tua talked about the Super Bowl. He talked about Justin Herbert. He tried not to say too much which is smart, but he did say some stuff. And I want to get to that. And also his head coach, Mike McDaniel, had an interesting comment about his quarterback. Now, speaking of teams facing L.A., the Dolphins, yes, they face L.A. on Sunday. The Marlins, they face L.A. again tonight. They faced them on Tuesday. They faced them yesterday, and they won both of those games. Last night, they used the long ball to beat the Dodgers. The Marlins right now have the final postseason spot in the National League, which is amazing. It's shaping up to be, I want to say, a two-team race with the Marlins and the Reds, but maybe the Diamondbacks, too. They're right there. This is going to be a lot of fun. And yesterday's Marlins win happened on a day where they got not one piece, but two pieces of bad news. For those of you that remember, though, I came on here last week. It was last Thursday or Friday. No, it was Thursday. It was Wednesday and Thursday, actually. I came on here. The Marlins were going to D.C., And I told every single one of you, I said, look, the Marlins right now, the only way they can be in this thing, they have to win six in a row. I said that in the middle of last week. And right now, after last night's victory, the Marlins have won six in a row. That's called a winning streak. So that is exactly what they needed to do. Think about it. If they did not win six in a row, if they only won three or four of those games, they'd be one and a half, two back right now. They'd be fading or even further back than that. They had to win six in a row to be in the spot they are right now. I said it last week. I hope it continues and it's more than six in a row, but this is exactly what they had to do, and I'm very glad that they had it in them and, of course, tuned in to this show before they went to D.C. Although you can stream this show from anywhere in the country and anywhere in the world because I am doing the show yet again today from beautiful Medellin, Colombia! And I know there are people here in Medellin, who stream this show. There's a lot of Americans here. 
I have a great time here. So many friends. But next week, I will be back to South Florida. Or maybe next weekend, something something to that extent. I'll do my NFL Sunday here this weekend. And then next weekend, I'll do my NFL Sunday in Miami. And then I will have my poker tournament at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. And I hope to see you guys there. We're less than two weeks away from the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, Tuesday night, September 19th, inside the Poker Room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. It's only 150 bucks to buy into the tournament. There's $10,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. So I really hope to see you there. Tuesday night, cards are in the air at 6 p.m. That's Tuesday night, September 19th. You could register until 8.45 p.m., Some of you get out of work a little late. You've got a boss that doesn't let you leave at like 4 or 5 p.m. So be there Tuesday night, September 19th for the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament in the Poker Room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Okay, so I got a lot to get to sports-wise. Football, baseball. I got a lot of things on my mind, but I can't get to any of it until this hour officially begins it's time to shuffle up and deal i'm gonna start by saying mike mcdaniel believes in tua tungavailoa and this isn't about tua's playing ability that's been established already we found that out last season can tua throw the deep ball I keep reading things over the past week. Oh, this is the year we're going to find out a lot about Tua. We found out a lot about Tua last season. The only thing we need to find out about him now is if he can be available for every game. We already know he could work with Tyreek and Jalen. We already know he is accurate. We know everything except can he stay healthy. And that is why when Mike McDaniel was asked about why he does believe that Tua can play 17 games this season, my ears perked up a bit. Because his answer was, he was committed to everything this offseason. He did all of the things. In other words, Mike McDaniel thinks All of the steps that Tua took, and that was all being done because he believes it's going to keep him healthy. You know, the martial arts, learning how to fall, the bulking up of his body so he can withstand stronger hits. All of that, in Mike McDaniel's mind, he believes that is going to give Tua the right protection to start for the Miami Dolphins every single regular season game. That's what Mike McDaniel was talking about yesterday. Now, while he says that, what do I say? Now, I'm not in the building. I'm not at all of their workouts and practices, and I'm not with Tua during the offseason. But just from the outside looking in, I'm still skeptical. Even though Mike McDaniel says it, I'm skeptical. I don't want to be. 
Look, I'm not skeptical of Tua's work. That dude worked his butt off. I'm definitely not skeptical of his attitude. Tua 100% wants to win. He wants to shut everybody up. Nobody wants Tua to be out there for 17 games more than he does. He wants to be healthy every single game, put everything behind him, everything he did in the offseason, make it work. Not only to show everybody, but for his own good, for his own health, for his life, you know, the rest of his life after football. What I am skeptical about is everything that he did, will it make a difference come game day? I don't know. I I don't think we have any other examples. Everything he did in the offseason, fantastic. He's showing he's committed. He wants to be healthy for 17 games. But is it possible? Like, is it physically possible? Is it real? Where you can prepare yourself to not get hurt. Is it possible to do that? Because these aren't injuries caused by a dude who's out of shape. We're talking about repeated injuries to the brain. And that happens because he's hit. And he falls to the ground. He hits his head. Or somebody just hits his head without falling to the ground. So I don't know if you can really protect yourself from that with martial arts. I don't know. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just skeptical. I think the regular falls when Tua, he sees it coming. Okay, sure. I think that's going to help a little bit. You see a hit coming. You have maybe half a second or a second to prepare and think about this is how I'm going to fall. I'm going to protect myself better. But it only takes one play where a lineman or somebody misses a block and Tua doesn't see the hit coming and he gets hit from behind. If you get hit from behind, And this isn't just Joe and Jupiter hitting you. This is a mean defensive lineman or linebacker. This is somebody that wants to not hurt you, but they want to get you down on the ground. We know how football is. When you don't see that coming, and this happens all of the time in the league. We watch all these games. So... When Tua doesn't see that coming and it just happens instantly, how is it possible, and I'm not saying it's not possible, I'm asking the question, how is it possible in that split second where you are hit that you're going to understand, okay, wait a minute, I have to fall. Like you don't get, You don't get any thinking time. It just happens. So that is the part that I'm skeptical about. Because I don't know, and I would tend to think you can't, but I don't know that martial arts or 
doing anything in the offseason is going to be able to help any quarterback from going down a certain way. However, that defender wants to put you down on the ground. You can exercise all you want, but it's that hit that you're blinded by. When you've got awareness of somebody coming at you, it's completely different. So not only that, but even with the hits that he does see coming, we we don't know for sure that it's going to help what he did. But overall, is he going to be able to fix the way he goes to the ground? Is that going to be able to be fixed in just this one off season? Mike McDaniel yesterday said yes. I'm not so sure. I would love for it to be true. I would love to see Tua play 17 games. I think you get two out there 17 games, the Miami Dolphins would be tearing things up. I just don't know if it's going to happen. None of us know if it's going to happen. But if it does, I don't see why the Dolphins cannot be a Super Bowl contender. When you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. And the Super Bowl question to Tua is like an annual tradition. He was asked yesterday if the Dolphins are thinking about the Super Bowl. And every single year so far, I think he's had the same answer, verbatim, word for word. He said, well, why shouldn't we be talking about it? Every other team is talking about it. I'm pretty sure that's the exact same thing he said last year. And you know what? It's the right goal. I'm not jumping on him for that. Everybody should be thinking about the Super Bowl. If you're not, then what are you doing? You play in the NFL to go to the Super Bowl and to win the championship, period. Yeah, you want to get paid and all that. You want to be an NFL player and get your money. But as far as what you really thrive for when you are playing, it's to go to the Super Bowl. What about the quarterback on the other side, the one who the Dolphins are going to be going up against, Justin Herbert? Tua was asked about Herbert, and I thought his answer was smart. No bulletin board material. All he said was the dude throws an amazing deep ball, but we're different quarterbacks. And that's the right answer. Tua shows respect and at the same time doesn't get people saying, oh, Tua said this about Herbert. I know Dolphins fans are very anxious to see what's going to happen on Sunday. Tua also spoke yesterday about those first game jitters. Not the first game of his career, but the first game of the season. He said it's the same for every player. Game one is just different because your mind has to tell your body, hey, we're playing 60 minutes now and you got to be ready and you got to be great the entire time you're out there. So there's an adjustment period. It's why there's so many mistakes in week one. And keep in mind, this is the first weekend where we get to see Tua play football in what, nine months? I know the majority of the league has had like, what, eight months off? Tua's had an extra month off. His last game was the uh, Packers game, and he was brilliant in the first half. Then he got concussed and started throwing random interceptions in the second half. I think it was three straight drives, wasn't it? And then the next day, Mike McDaniel had that news conference where he said, yeah, we suspected something was up, and then we watched video, and now he's back in the protocol. 
I really hope this season we get to talk more about the actual football game in terms of a great game, the drama, the storylines, the matchups, and we talk less about the brain and falling to the ground in an injury. That goes for the entire NFL, but especially for the team that we care about, the team that I cover here on this program, the Miami Dolphins, the local team's starting quarterback, given his history of brain injuries. Playing doctor on the radio or on television or on X, formerly Twitter, it's not fun. It's not something that any of us want to do. We want to talk about the action in the game and hope that the Miami Dolphins are on their way to being a Super Bowl contender. Because remember, when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. Now, speaking of action, there's a lot of action at Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club where you'll be surrounded by gorgeous girls, 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 girls. Dean's Gold is the ultimate gentleman's club for a reason, and that's because the beautiful ladies that you could be surrounded by, they come from all over the world. So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold. You will have yourself an incredible night or even early morning. I say that because Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 a.m. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard that's in North Miami Beach. Surround yourself with gorgeous ladies who come from all over the world. There is only one place in South Florida you could do that, only one building. It is the ultimate gentleman's club, Dean's Gold. With the focus of the Miami Dolphins so much on Tua, I don't want to neglect not bringing up some other key players that I'm going to be looking to see what they do. First on Sunday, I'm curious to see what Jalen Phillips has in store for everyone, especially for the Chargers. Not because there's anything going on with him. But when I talk to you guys next Monday, maybe the conversation isn't just about Tua. Maybe it's about what a stud Jalen Phillips is. Wow, Jalen Phillips balled out. Maybe that's the conversation Monday. I saw a clip. The NFL Network had him very high on their list. I think second of players who are going to have a breakout year. For Jalen Phillips, I think all the tools are there. He's got the speed and power. He's got a knack for getting to the quarterback. Maybe he'll be getting to Justin Herbert a lot on Sunday. Plus, he's got an experienced coordinator now. He's got Bradley Chubb going after the same quarterback as well. So when you talk about putting a dude in a position to be successful – What else does Jalen Phillips need? A much better defensive coordinator. He's got that. He's got Bradley Chubb going after the QB too. And what about Javon Holland? That's the other young defensive stud that I'll have my eyes on, especially while Jalen Ramsey is out. 
The Dolphins secondary needs a star. They need a playmaker and a difference maker. And I think Javon Holland can check those boxes. He's got the instincts. He can make interceptions. He can make hits. To me, Javon Holland can be a serious playmaker. I think both Jalen Phillips and Javon Holland, they're going to have true breakout seasons. Javon is a little ahead of Jalen, but I do believe both of them will be big this year. Now, tomorrow I'll be able to talk a lot more about the Dolphins game coming up Sunday. But for a lot of you right now, your season starts tonight. Some of you, or the majority of you, that play fantasy football, you've already had your drafts and you set your lineups and all of that. If you haven't gotten into my 14th annual football pick'em challenge, that's going on right now. Every single game counts, including tonight. So head on over to slaterscoops.com. It's absolutely free to play in my 14th annual football pick'em challenge. If you've got the most winners against the spread for the week, you're going to get a $100 gift card to Joe's Stone Crab in Miami Beach. If you've got the most winners at the end of the season, you and a guest will fly away to Costa Rica, all thanks to the Costa Rica dental team. You don't want to lose by one game at the end of the year, lose out on that trip because you forgot to put in tonight's game. You do not want to have that happen to you. Every single game counts, so head on over to slaterscoops.com and do that right now. I know a lot of you want to head to an app on your phone to put in sports wagers. Soon, very soon, you'll be able to do that. Legally, I'm gathering more information every single day, but I do believe very, very soon, not in time for this weekend, not in time for next weekend, maybe in time for the end of the month, if not early October. But when I do have some more solid info, I'll definitely let you know about that. You can wager on your phone right now, though, on horse racing. Gulfstream Park, they've got action going on every week, live racing. I suggest you go to Gulfstream Park, but if you can't get there, download the First Bet app on your phone. That is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park, completely legal to use right now in the state of Florida. But like I said, I suggest you go to Gulfstream Park. When I go to Gulfstream, I go to their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. The AC is kicking. You get yourself a table, have a fantastic meal, and then right in front of you, you get to see the races live. They'll come around, they'll take your bets, the great people that work at Gulfstream Park, and you could wager as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. Live racing going on every single week right now during the Royal Palm Meet in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. The NFL season starts tonight, and here I am on Thursday, September 7th, bringing up the Marlins. Yesterday, we all found out the news that Sandy Alcantara went on the 15-day IL 
and Jorge Soler went on the 10-day IL. For the record, the difference is the pitchers get 15 days, the hitters get 10 days. The thinking here, though, is that Sandy's injury is going to be more than 15 days, although there's still little information about that. When you lose your ace, Sandy Alcantara, and supposedly it's a forearm issue on his throwing hand, that would be a big concern. Now, Sandy hasn't looked right for a while now. The first half of the season for him was a disaster, and he throws a ton of innings. So you just hope that this is only a 2023 injury and not something that lingers into 2024. Because Sandy Alcantara is a key for anything the Marlins want to do going forward. Now, on top of that, Jorge Soler hurt himself on the last road trip. He had an awkward response to a swing. It looked a lot like the swing Jazz had in Atlanta. And lo and behold, it's an oblique injury. So he's off for at least 10 days. So on the same day, you get the team Cy Young Award winner and their best home run hitter ending up on the injured list. And yet, despite that news, the Marlins win last night, crushing the Dodgers. It was all about one inning, a nine-run fifth inning. But if you want to talk about a high-character win, you get all of that bad news. You're playing one of the best teams in all of baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers. You had every reason to be shook heading into that game last night. Two of your biggest pieces, your best arm and your best bat when it comes to home run power, they're both out. It's September. You're in a playoff race. What did the Marlins do? They go out there and they crush it in the fifth inning and they win the game 11-4. to And here the Marlins sit on September 7th. Essentially, um, I know this is weird in baseball to say, but they control their own destiny for the wild card. They've got 23 games left. Something I noticed last night with the Cincinnati Reds, who are right there below them. The Reds have played three more games than the Marlins. This is very weird to talk about in baseball. We're used to talking about it in hockey. Coincidentally, last night was Panthers night at the Marlins game, so it does make sense to discuss this. The Marlins have three games in hand on the Cincinnati Reds. So when you look at the standings, the Marlins are two up on the Reds in the loss column. So they've played fewer games. They've got two fewer losses than the Reds do. So in those three games, if the Marlins can get three victories, now you go from a half a game lead to a two-game lead on the Cincinnati Reds. When you watch a baseball pennant race, the easiest way to really do it is just look at the loss column because it clears up any confusion. Ultimately, we know every team's got to play 162 games. So just look at the loss column. I'm hoping the Marlins can make it 
seven in a row. But I'm just so happy that they've won six straight games. That's called a winning streak. I talked about it last week. That is exactly what they had to do. I even sent a text message to Craig Mish last week. I said, hey, this team, I know they look like they're done. They got to win six in a row. And then I sent him the screenshot of it yesterday, and he just he laughed. But they, they did what they had to do. And anything over that, if you could win seven, eight, nine in a row, fantastic. Keep it rolling. You've got the opportunity now. They don't have to win eight or nine in a row to stay in this race. If they win eight or nine in a row, well, now you're talking about them kind of dominating that third spot. But as long as they can play winning baseball in their final 23 games, they've got a serious, serious shot to hold on now to that third wild card spot. And gosh, I hope they do. I was already looking last night at who they would play if they do get that third wild card because it's looking like that's all they would really get. They would get the third wild card. They wouldn't be able to get the first or second. And they would play from what it looks like. They would play the winner of the NL Central. Because remember now, there's bye weeks in the MLB postseason. So you've got your division leaders, three of them, and then you got three wild cards. So the division winners out of the three, the two with the best record, they get bye weeks. And then the third division winner, they'll play the third wild card. And then the first wild card will play the second wild card. And the wild card round is now best out of three instead of just one game which was moronic. So now it's best out of three, much better. The only thing is all three of those games, if there is three games, they're all, in the Marlins case, on the road. There's no back and forth here. So it looks like, and it's almost certain, that the third wild card will play the winner of the NL Central. And at the moment, that is Milwaukee. But the Cubs are right there. So if the Cubs take the NL Central, then Milwaukee falls to a wild card team and the Marlins would play at Chicago. If it's not at Chicago, then it would be where it stands right now, at Milwaukee. And I would go. I've never been to Milwaukee. I'd go to Milwaukee. I've been to Chicago. I would definitely go to Chicago. I just think there would be more things to do in Chicago. And I've got friends in Chicago and they got deep dish pizza in Chicago Milwaukee, I really don't know much about other than their airport code is MKE. And I wouldn't mind looking up a flight from MIA to MKE or maybe MDE to MIA to MKE. Everything starts with an M. It's just so bizarre that we're talking about this or I'm talking about this and a lot of people are talking about it when the NFL starts tonight. And also tonight, Udonis Haslam's going to be at Lone Depot Park. So you got the Dodgers in town. You got the Marlins playing a fun brand of baseball. UD is going to throw out the first pitch. He's there as it's his night. He's going to raise some money for his foundation. 305 night. 
at Lone Depot Park. You know, I was just talking about flying places, and some of you were flying places during the summer, and you want to continue to travel. You could do that if you retire early. And you might say, well, Andy, there's no way I can retire early. Contact Trajan Wealth. Because if there is a way for you to retire early, Trajan Wealth, they're going to know all about it and help you get to that goal. Trajan Wealth is located locally in Palm Beach, and they will design a plan based around your goals. They will talk to you about what you want to do and give you everything you need to know and try to help you out as best as they possibly can. And one of the best parts is that initial consultation is absolutely free. Visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or if you want to pick up the phone, you can do that. 561-390-1000. That's 561-390-1000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. So have any of you purchased your Canes tickets for the game Saturday? Hard Rock Stadium, Texas A&M in town, SEC team, Saturday afternoon. The biggest message that I'm getting from the University of Miami, it's that they need fans there on Saturday and they're not going to have enough of them. Not to say that the Aggies are going to have more, but as I mentioned on the show yesterday, the whole buy one, get one free sale online, where you buy a ticket for Texas A&M, you get a free ticket to the Georgia Tech game. Like, what are you doing? Your ticket sales are not good, probably because you're charging way too much for them, 125 bucks for an upper-level seat. You got Tyler Van Dyke, your starting quarterback, talking to the media yesterday, saying he wants fans to pack the stadium. But when you charge 125 bucks for an upper-level ticket, what if you've got a family of four? It's like $500. Well, it's not like 500 It is 500 And then the parking? The food, what are you up to now? A $700 game for a team that went 5-7 and seven last season. And they're not going up against a rival here. They're going up against Texas A&M, a team that's barely in the top 25. Okay, so yeah, they beat the Canes last season. Revenge game. Let's spend an arm and a leg for it. Instead of offering a deal three or four days before the game, Why didn't they just have lower ticket prices from the beginning? Somebody thought everyone was going to come out. Well, somebody thought wrong. Enjoy your football tonight. That's all the time I got for this Thursday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.